For 30 years, the files collected dust in the coal cases division of the Travis County Police Department. Over 1,300 pieces of evidence were collected from the crime scene at the Hewitt residence. Yet none of the evidence was more compelling than the classified police footage of the crime scene walkthrough. Shut up and breathe more popcorn! Shut up and breathe more popcorn! Waka waka guys, welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. Doing a mulligan here. I'm joined with super ugly host, Rocky. What's up, man? Hey, got it right this time. Introducing your guest. Very good. Very good. Well, I don't have a lot of Yeah, like you said, we're doing the mulligan again. So if you, uh, well, you didn't see the last one or you're not going to ever see it or hear it. Unless you I'm, go to uh, my YouTube. Ugly. Unless what? Unless you go to my YouTube and you watch it because it was a public <laughs> video. Oh, well, it'll still be up there. So don't take it down. Fuck it. Leave it up. Right. But, uh. Yeah, so uh, I'm Rocky from Super Ugly. We're part of uh, Vince Russo's The Brand for all you wrestling people out there. You either love or hate Vince Russo. I happen to love him. He's a wonderful man who's uh, always done right by us as far as the show goes. So uh, thanks for having me on, brother. Oh, hell yeah, man. I couldn't, I couldn't be more happy um, to have you on on any episode, whether we're talking about a different movie franchise or not. I do want to give a shout-out to Alex Sanchez, the artist from Dark Clown Studios. Have you checked out his work? By I chance? have not. I suggest you check out his Twitter. I, I feel like you dig some of his, his art. He does some pretty good work. Um, what kind of art is it? Like horror stuff? or? Yeah. Yeah, like horror. He did a whole month in December of uh, Christmas. Of course he did. Joined by my lovely wife. Sorry. Going to the restroom. But she taking credit for the alex sanchez thing no she's taking credit for ruining the recording session it's all good <laughs> it's all yeah, good but yes alex sanchez check him out dark cloud uh, dark clown studios on twitter at alex sanchez art very alex sanchez he was going to join us he was going to join us and talk about texas he has a plethora of knowledge on not just the franchise but other horror films and film locations and and uh very cool dude very very talented uh artist so before we get started with anything i want to give him a shout out i want to also shout out you and your show on youtube the super oblique show yeah see that's what happens when you start drinking and then you have a bunch of mess ups yep uh, uh so go check out super ugly show on youtube guys sadly they're gonna Take a hiatus after the next episode, but I highly suggest going and checking out the vast catalog of episodes they have already under their belt. Um, Y'all talk about everything from, what, UFC fights to movies and... Movies, music, just life in general. Yeah. Literally anything and everything. Nothing's off limits for us, and we're... uh... I like to think, you know, we have a uh, different point of view on things, at least myself. You know, I like to think that uh, I think outside the box mostly. Yeah, it's fucking an it's, It makes me laugh like crazy. And like I told you before, I mean, I'd be listening to it on the podcast form off the brand um, 
free site until they got behind a paid wall and everything. But I mean, that didn't we stop were me. Always free, though. They always put us in that free column, which, you know, Richie was kind of like, why are we free? And I would look at him and go, it's kind of better that we're free. That means, you know, anyone who goes to a brand that doesn't want to pay with the content that they can get. You know, so yeah, and if, you know, like, it was kind of like a double-edged sword, you know, because yeah. you weren't good enough to be on the pay site, I guess. But, you know, it also opened that door for more people to check us out. Yeah. I mean, I obviously am one of those people that joined the brand and then discovered you guys. And then from time to time, I think I called in like last year, if you remember. Um, had that, talking about what? I think I had talked about using dropping a deuce behind the baseball field in my house. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that. We were talking about, you know, shitting your pants and stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do remember. But, um, yeah, you know, we just like to bullshit, have fun. But we've been doing it 300 episodes as of the next one. So, you know, we decided it's time to take a little break, maybe, uh, you know, figure things out, try to get a permanent third mic, maybe someone who knows what they're doing with the, the board and you know yeah. shit like that. Cause yeah. the one of us have no idea what we're doing. As you could tell, if you were listening before I'm clueless when it comes to this shit. So, and if you don't mind, I invited Josh on, let me see if I can get him. I don't Josh so, is a good friend of the show. That's right. What's up, I brother? talk about that a lot though. So, you know, get ready to be brought down. I can't hear him. Look at him. He's laughing. I yeah. know he's laughing, but we can't hear him. Can't hear Josh, you, bro. You got, you got no mic, brother. Unmute your mic. But he's one of our uh, loyal listeners. He's there every week. Him, Madalena, uh, Doug Fox, yeah, Frankie Messina. You know, we got a few people that are there every week, but uh, I do you know it, it didn't grow the way I was hoping that it would. I joined the brand uh, Patreon, Vince Russo's Patreon, and with doing so. He included like a Discord, and through mm-hmm. the Discord, I was able to meet a lot of these other brand members. And Josh always looked familiar and always kind of sounded familiar. I could never put my finger on it because he goes by Pots during the Discord. Yeah. And I was like, "There's something about like I know him, but where is it from?" And I put two and two together when I watched the uh, one of the lives, and he was on there under Josh. Man, looks many like names. someone like an ICP concert. <laughs> Good dude, good dude. Uh, he's he's a good guy. Though. We love him. Having some camera issues. We'll see what. But let's get into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. If you're yeah, up. let's do it. Oh, look at that! We got a fourth window popping up now. Oh no, who's Josh Anderson going crazy over here. I take up two windows. Oh, there we go. Now we can hear you. What's going on, Josh? I, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. This is you guys' thing. I just figured uh, you invited me in. I appreciate you uh, recognize me as a super ugly fan. Uh, I, I figured I'd stop in. This is my man Joey here. Hey, I, I appreciate the time. He's the uh, the best Josh we've ever had around our show. <laughs> Come on, you got yeah, you got to give me an impression, I'm, bro. You got to give me an impression. I'm still, still going to make that shirt. Which one? The the Josh Hangle shirt. Rock, oh, rock, come on. Kiss my ass down at the Macy's window. Uh, I'm the heart and soul strand. Oh, my God. I I was just about to start to talk about my dead dad, so did you guys want to bring the show down? Well, that's what you did on my show, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted Richie back just for the, so I didn't hear a seashell anymore. Uh, Well, yeah, well, getting Richie to do anything at this point, you know, is like pulling (laughs) you But, How long you know, is his, I love the big log anyway. How long is his haircut line by now? 
<laughs> oh, hey. dude, he's 24-7 nonstop. No joke. He's open hey, seven uh, days a week, and it's all day, every day. I'll, I'll get out of here, man. I don't want to step in you guys' toe. You know, I appreciate the fact that uh, Rocky's going to do another show, and I asked you to do mine, but that's cool, too. So <laughs> You never told me when and where. Dude, I always tell you, tell me when, and I'm there. All right. Everybody always does that. They're like, let's do a show together, and I go, tell me when and where. And then I don't hear from the people. You know, yeah, so I, I'm always here. They give me shit. It's like, uh, what am I going to chase you to do your show? I don't think you're so. damn right. You're damn right. Yeah, no, no way. <laughs> uh, enjoy uh, Texas Ma- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm going to get out of here. I just want to stop in because you invited me, brother. When you want to do Josh, American, talk, gonna... talk to him for I one know, second. Man. I got to run upstairs. Jess needs me for one second. I'll be one all second. Right, all right. Fill, fill the air, Josh. Fill the air, Josh. How depressed are you going to be when you can no longer hear current events coming through the point of view of these guys? I enjoy, I've enjoyed their show prior to me getting my setup. You know, I, I've talked to Vince for quite a while now. And, you know, I can sit, even though we have never, not met in person, he reaches out to me. You know, I, I'm going to bring up the, 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 the point that was made. You know, yeah. he, was, he, he always asked me about my dad. I lost him a couple of weeks ago. Vince has reached out to me, and you know, Rocky and Rich. I, I, I do want to like say when friend. I when I reached out to you, I didn't know you lost yeah. your dad. I didn't want to think. I felt like me asking you to be on an episode was just like, dude, really? Like, I hope you didn't take offense that I, you know, no, what I mean? no, no, man. Come okay. on, I'm blue collar as fuck. You okay, reached that's... out to me when I was out in Vegas when yeah, I wanted was... to do the show, and, and and I didn't forget about it. And right, I, yeah. I tell you. For me to do a show bugged me because I didn't want to piss off the hitman. Because, you know, it, me and him, we do shows and oh, we, yeah, yeah. we've not been on in a while because, you know, like Rock, you know, he's been doing it for a lot longer than me. But, it, you know, between my dad and everything else, just sucked the life out of me. And, but I want, you know, winter's different for me because I got to plow snow and all that. So oh, yeah. I, I want to get back into it. I've spent the money, I've made the commitment. I want to get into it. Like, Eric, did we lose you? No, I'm, I'm messing with the wire here, buzzing on my end. I don't know uh, if you guys hear it. So trying to... Lost me because the wife called. Oh, okay. And I hung <laughs> up on her, so I'm going to catch some shit. Oh, hell. You know Jess comes first. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Shout out, Jess. There, there was a joke there, Rocky. There was a joke. I know, there. I know, I know, I know. But, but She's uh, going to get pissed at me, but uh, it's all right. But, you know, th- that being said... Shoot, shoot me a message and see if you still want to do American Reunion or if you want to pick another movie. You know, I'm... She called me again. She called me again. No, I'm with whatever you want to do, man. It's your show. The fact that you want to get me on, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm going to cut you guys loose, though, before I catch some shit. Uh, I'll, I'll reach out to you. We'll talk about American Reunion. Rocky, you know, the fact that you're doing another show, you can go fuck yourself. I, you know, I wanted to do something with you. You, you were supposed to call me. Uh, the door I did another both... show. I did the... Huh? Uh... Rocky podcast guy show. We did something on the substitute. The substitute. Oh, yeah, Tom Berenger? Yeah. Bad movie for podcasts. Ugh, what a terrible movie that was. Oh, it's so bad, but not as bad as this one. This one was, I, I couldn't wait for it to be over. It, it was terrible. I mean, the only good thing about this movie is you get to see that one chick's boobs, like side boob, but you don't even know if it was, was really her tits or not. I don't think I'm gonna get yelled at. That's the third call. I had to come back in. (laughs) All right, brother. Super ugly show. Shut up, fill my popcorn. Pots five two eight on Twitch. I'm out of here. Later, brother. Later, Josh. Love that big guy. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, that definitely was a uh, stunt tits as far as I'm concerned because uh, you know they cut away and just showed the boobs, which yeah, she she pulled them out really for no reason because at first she goes, God damn, like she thought it was a wife mad at her that you know one of her I guess the husband was hitting on her or whatever the case may yeah. be, but it turned out it was just a group of kids that throw a rock through her window. Again, for no explanation as to why. Like, she doesn't seem like she's an evil person. She has a trailer in the woods that's her office for like some a portable, reason. Yeah, like a portable uh, freaking shed. Like yeah, and she's there in have... the middle of the night. Like, they left prom. Prom, you know, you would have to assume was somewhat over if they left. Yeah. And prom ends, what, 10, 11 o'clock? So they were driving around. But she's in her office doing who the fuck knows what it's nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night. They, she it's like in a, the middle of the woods. Like I said too, it, it, there's no street. She's on a dirt road. So what the fuck is that <laughs> office even for? What is she like? What could she possibly do? You know, what's funny. I can record the video. This is random. My bad. But yeah, like she, like what was she? She wasn't knowing like had to be like an insurance or a paralegal or some kind of like rent a car center. Yeah, I, again, there's no explanation to really anything in this movie. There's a new world order that pops up in the last 15 minutes. Uh, Leatherface is yeah. a cross-dresser in this one for no reason. He, uh, he, he, From what I could tell, he purposely like goes out of his way not to kill Renee Zellweger. Like, there was moments in this movie when he's chasing her, and all he had to do was reach out, and he could have killed her. But for some reason, he would, like, slow down and pull the chainsaw back. And I'm watching this going, as a director, wouldn't you go, all right, then slow down, whoever Leatherface is. Don't get so close to her. Because there was, I'm not kidding, at least five to ten times where he was not even a foot away from her and definitely could have killed her. And then, like, he just doesn't. It's so fucking just awful. There's no chainsaw deaths in this movie at all. Not a single one. No one gets killed with a chainsaw in Chainsaw Massacre, which drives me nuts. Because most of the movies, people don't get killed with chainsaws. Yeah. That was, that's always been one of my pet peeves for these movies. And finally, the last one that came out that, you know, it's one of those uh, divisive movies where people either love it or they hate it. I'm a gore hound, so you give me lots of blood and guts, and it's done well. I'm happy. And the newest one, you get a fucking chainsaw massacre. If you haven't seen it yet, it's not a spoiler. It's a fucking Leatherface movie. I mean, really, there's a bus scene where there's got to be 15 to 20 kids on this bus, and he just chops the shit out of everyone. And I fucking loved it. This movie, you got a guy with a knee brace that works by remote that, from what I can tell, he gets sexual pleasure from? Did you get that vibe? <laughs> they, they don't even explain what's wrong with his leg. They just, he's like, it's almost like a like a brace, like you said. And it's battery operated. So he's got like yeah, what, it, like a dozen remotes at the house in his pocket just to function it. And it's ran by, by D-cell batteries. If you look at his belt, he's got a bunch of D-cells yeah. on his belt loop. That I would have to assume worked this fucking leg thing that also has like a pool hose attached to it. Or yeah, or but, so, yeah, like a hydraulic hose or something. Yeah, it, none of it makes sense. And you don't, if you think you're going to get an explanation, you're not. Like you're not going to find out why he has that on, what it does for him, anything. Like just nothing. All you're going to find out is that random remote controls can move his leg up and down. And he just lets what's her face do it. And 
again, when it's happening, he kind of has like this orgasmic reaction to it, which I found really fucking weird because the one part when him and the uh, the the random lady that works in the woods, they were he, she was doing the leg thing, and then all of a sudden they got like aggressively sexual with each yeah. Other. <laughs> It's such a fucking weird movie. It shouldn't be called Texas Chainsaw Massacre because the Leatherface is not the focus of this movie. It's McConaughey. Yeah, and like he is the Leatherface is almost like, I mean, I know like in the past movies, he was like you know the whipping boy, and he you know he wasn't scared of anybody except for like major people in his family, like his uncles or whatever, and and Velmer. But in this one, it went straight into. He's the typical Leatherface with the apron. We see him, you know, attack uh, that one boyfriend in the beginning with a hammer. Puts that one girl yeah. in the freezer, and then next thing you know, he's dressed up like a grandma, like literally yeah, a grandmother. Also, like I'm watching it, and I, I, it kind of struck me where I was like, "Does he dress himself?" Because in the beginning, he's got on like purple sweats, a white tee, and an army jacket, and then the yeah. Leatherface mask. And I'm like, "That's a odd choice." Like he. You think he like wakes up and goes, hmm, what am I going to wear today? Or does someone in the family go, here, just throw this shit on. This is what you're wearing today. Like used clothes from the people they kill. Yeah. That's just crazy. Because yeah. I know they, they portray him as like maybe a handicapped kid. Almost kind of like the way Jason was a handicapped kid. And I don't know if that was a thing because of having like nowadays everyone with with mental issues. It's, you know, it's not a stigma anymore. But back in the day, it was like. Oh, but this person has to be mentally ill to do what he's doing, to skin people's faces. Well, and would hide those people from the public. Yeah. Like that was a thing where if you had, you know, a, a uh, mentally, what, is, what do they call it now? Handicapped child or something. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Down syndrome or yeah. whatever. Like back in the, like the 50s, mm. 60s, you know, maybe even as late as the 70s, they would hide that. Like they yeah. would, that kid would be like locked in the basement and people would have no idea that you had another kid. Yeah. It was just this, you know. That people felt, yeah, back then. yeah, exactly. Like they would, I mean, he wouldn't go to school because of the shame it would seem it would bring onto the family or something like out of like Asia or something, you know, like you disgrace the family name or this and whatever. That's a good point. I mean, not that that really, you know, and that's that, fucked uh, up. that respectable to begin with. I mean, they're cannibals. They yeah. uh, treat everyone in their family like like none of them get along. It seems like they all are yelling and hitting each other and just constantly fighting and arguing it uh, it's it's alluded in one of the sequels i forget which one that he was kind of like that like he was either down syndrome or you know some kind of mentally handicapped you know like the, yeah. the, i forget i think it was the 3d one the terrible terrible 3, 3d one which after watching this one that used to be the worst one but no this is by far <laughs> the worst it, it's by far one of the worst movies i've ever seen like it's it's Un- unbelievably bad it really did no one gets killed really and when they do there's no gore there's no violence there's no nothing it's just you know a guy gets ran over at one part the other girl does she even get killed the girl in the dress like we don't see her get killed do we the one in this movie she she the one in the purple dress yeah like she gets she gets thrown on the hook and then and she's alive fire. yeah yeah, but she, um, Velmer puts, like, after that dude comes in from the limo, he kind of, like, yeah. he, like, sticks his head or his his mechanical leg on her head, and, like, you hear, like, a crunch. Or at least okay, I heard a crunch. 
I might have missed that. And that was supposed to be her face, Leatherface was wearing, right? See, that's what I don't know. Yeah, like where he's doing like all in that whole dress nighty or whatever. Like, I want to say yeah, that's someone else's sure. face. That was her face, but I thought it had to have been, right? Because when Renee Zellweger seen it, she screamed as if, you know, oh, I recognize that face. But it wasn't recognizable. There wasn't any hint or you know them showing you that he did cut her face off and now that's the face he's wearing he just showed up in another woman's face and another was, woman's wig yeah i think it was someone else's also they're not scalps they're very clearly wigs is he going to the wig shop and just buying wigs <laughs> some three seven six foot seven foot tall dude just picking out a bunch of wigs off the top shelf yeah and again it's um they kind of say this movie's canon because they say, you know, 1973, yada, yada, yada happened. Then then there was a few couple more incidents. The way they intro this movie, yeah. there's a paragraph on screen. And yeah. I'm not kidding. It basically goes like this. 1973, shit happened. Then there was a couple other incidents. Then yeah. there was nothing for a while, for five years. And now here we are. And you go, all right, I guess that's a catch-up, but where the fuck are all the other members from the other movies? Like, yeah, where's like the hitchhiker top. guy? Where's the uncle? Like, the uncle's not there. Where... Grandpa's there, but he's... It's like a rotating Whoa. door. Like a rotating door of, of family members in each sequel, they, right? He's my brother. Vilmer says, that's my brother. But it's like, I've never seen you in any of the other movies, so how the fuck, where's this brother come from? And if nobody got caught, because they say nobody got caught from the first movie, they never found anybody. So where the fuck are they? Why aren't they with Leatherface and all the other people? Yeah. Oh, I funny. honestly think this movie was meant to be something else. And they were like, fuck it, throw Leatherface in it and let's just make it a, a chainsaw movie. Yeah. And we had talked about that Secret Society subplot where... That fucking insane. That that drove me absolutely nuts. Go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Just that, uh, like, I forget the girl's name, the one that was li- working in the the freaking backwood shed. She hints uh, at Velmer having a job, like, oh, his job isn't, you know, wrecking. It's this other thing, and she kind of alludes to something. Not a job, I would say. Like, he's more of a um, a missionary for the, the New World Order. Like, he he's yeah. a minion, a soldier for them. And from what I took, I mean, of course, I came in, haven't seen this movie in full, and, like, I've seen parts here and there, but, like, from beginning to end, I took it as, okay, so this secret society wants to scare the living shit out of random people to the point where they, uh, was it, exceed or experience transgression or, like, some kind of euphoria? That's what I don't understand. Like, if if you're trying to do some kind of, you know, test or, you know, see how people react or whatever the case may be. Because, again, you're not going to get an explanation as to why all of a sudden this new world order is involved. Then why are you killing them? You know, like, how does that help whatever you... Yeah. It's infuriating how none of this makes sense. There's even a part where he tells the girl just flat out, he's like, oh, no, you know, I'm a... There's transmitters in the walls. The FBI's bugging us. Like, he comes off as a conspiracy nut. Then the woman that uh, McConaughey's banging, she says at one point, also, he put something in my head, and if I fuck around, he'll explode my head. So, again, like, there com- was that true? It, that, yeah, like, I don't know, because it, exactly. it never happens. It comes off as, like, random conspiracy nut. And what... Uh, 
just random hoo-ha from these people who, like, you can't tell if they're telling the truth or if they're full of it just to fuck with you. And you got that one brother or cousin that's, like, that quoting random people. Like, if, what's that? What was that dude? W, W-E or W-K or some shit? Oh, the philosopher, the hillbilly philosopher yeah. that every time he speaks, he, he says somebody's quote, whether it be, like, Winston Churchill yeah. or whoever. <laughs> like, he goes through all these people, Machiavelli. And then it'll be like, that's Little Richard said that. And you're like, what the, where the fuck did Little Richard come? But every scene this guy's in, he's got to get a quote in. Yeah. And you go, like, is he the smart hillbilly? Like, what the, why does he have these philosopher lines? It doesn't fit in the movie. It doesn't, you know, make the character any better because you're not going, well, he must be smart because he's not. He's a fucking idiot. And again, it's just tossed in there where you go, why the fuck is this part of the movie? I don't understand any of it. None of it makes sense. The kids leave the prom. The girl finds her boyfriend kissing another chick. She immediately is like, eh, okay. Just kind of blows off. What? He takes, she takes his car. Like, that's his dad's car or some shit like that. And she basically hijacks him. And he goes but after lets her. Him in. Like, after t- 10 seconds, he's like, stop the car. And she's like, okay. Let's him in, and then there's two other people in the car that, when she's driving very recklessly, don't think to pop up until the guy says, "I cheated on you because I need to get my nut off because I don't want to get prostate <laughs> cancer." That was pretty much the gist yeah. of it. That you know, I need to come, and you're not making me come, so I don't get prostate cancer. And it wasn't until then that the two people making out in the back seat, Renee Zellweger and her boyfriend decide to pop up and it's like okay but when you're doing donuts in the parking lot you didn't realize that was happening it yeah. wasn't until this guy talked about prostate cancer that you decided to make your appearance pop out like hee-haw it, or some shit like yeah that's not true like you watch a movie like this i watch movies or you know i'll purposely put a trailer on when i'm going through things just to see the awfulness like i i could see something and go this is going to be the worst thing ever like just terrible so i'll watch the trailer and after it, i i'll look at jess and i go how can somebody invest time and money into something like this? Like, who, who is looking at this? Who read the script and goes, we got to win. This is going to be profitable. <laughs> like, we're going to make some money here. There's no way a movie like that could have made any type of money. It, I don't even remember it being in the theater, to be honest with you. I remember it being in the video store. I'd always yeah. see it in the video store. But as far as the theater goes, I don't even remember it at all being in the theater because, again, they they sold this movie when McConaughey and Zellweger became big, and they used yeah. those two. They came back to the movie, and yeah. the both of them were like, "We want nothing to do with this fucking movie." <laughs> like when you watch Renee Zellweger in this movie, she's literally reading a script. There's no emotion. Oh, There's God. no really anything. It's just you know her reading the script and just going through the motions, how she got work after this is baffling because her acting is some of the worst I've ever seen in a movie. She probably sucked Harvey Weinstein off pretty good. So who knows? Was it a Weinstein movie? I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. (laughs) Hollywood is full of freaks. The dead bodies, for example, (laughs) when uh, Wilmer picks her up and of course she gets into this, you know, psychotic looking strangers truck in the middle of nowhere. When he picks her up, he keeps saying, look behind you. And she refuses. Finally, he stops the truck and she's like, all right, I'll look. She looks. There's two dead bodies. And I'm not kidding. This is about the uh, the amount of emotion you get out of her. She looks and goes, 
oh god yeah her boyfriend is hanging back i'm not that was go and watch it if you yeah. haven't seen this movie that would be <laughs> extent of her emotion not like a scream of like holy shit yeah that's what it i was, was expecting oh god she goes oh god oh like it's a that's, dead puppy or something like like even that you would get like more of a reaction out of uh, I, I would give more of a reaction if I drove by and saw like a dead possum on the road. I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, yeah. like you would say something. She was just, oh, God, as if she's seen hundreds of dead bodies before. The <laughs> high school student. Again, these are high school students. In their and 20s. then she looks at uh, Vilmer, McConaughey's character, and goes, what's happening to me? Well, what do you think is going to happen? Like, why do you even need to ask that question? You got two bodies behind you. One of them's your boyfriend. You're in a truck with a psychotic person. You can't find your other friends, which she just Doesn't decided to pretty much bounce on. They were like, hey, we're going this way. And she was like, all right. Well, and then just stayed put where she was and let them walk off. And then decides, all right, now I'm going to go walking. Again, I know it's a horror <laughs> movie, but there's certain things that you could play off in a better way. Like I know the split up thing happens all the time, yeah. but there's ways to make it creative. There's ways to make a reason. And in this, there was no reason for her to not stick with the group. She was just like, all right, later guys. Yeah. Walks, which seems like, you know, for a while and then ends up in the same spot where they crashed the car. And again, I look at that and I go, how the fuck did she end up there? Cause it doesn't seem like she was walking in a circle. She was walking kind of straight, but she ends up in the same place. Another thing, too, is when these people are being chased, the boyfriend, Zellweger, whoever it is, they don't go off the road. They, they make stay sure on the they road. Stay on the, yeah. yeah like, they make sure the they fuck? stay on the fucking road because, God forbid, they run into the woods that's two feet literally next to them that you could hide or at least, you know, somewhat hopefully get away. No, fuck that. I'm going to stay right in the road, run straight and hope that they don't catch up to me in a vehicle while I'm running. And then McConaughey catches up with this kid as he, I'm not kidding, <laughs> zigzags left to right in the, the worst way possible, gets hit. And then they have this scene where McConaughey continues to run, run him over. over for a good 30 <laughs> to 45 seconds. Yeah. Like after the first one, we got it. He's dead. You know, we, we understand. But no, they were like, we're going to have him run him over a bunch of times. But you're not going to see a body. That's the other thing. So there's no point of doing the running over a bunch of times unless you see bones crunching or a head flattening or something. But this movie, zero gore, no gore whatsoever. I think the most blood you get is when the girls passed out in the pool of blood that I don't know where it came from because, again, she had no marks on her other than the little scratch on her nose at this point. Yeah. But right under her head is a pool of blood that, I again, where did it come from? Because it came from where her back. like grabs her and yeah. looks like he's biting her. But then you don't see any bite marks. You don't see any new cuts. And she's still able to speak because I, I was wondering, all right, maybe he's biting her tongue out. or, But no, none of that. It's like his nose, no her nose or something. Her anywhere. Yeah. And the, what, what was crazy for me was like, isn't this a family of cannibals? Like the whole yes. lore is they're all cannibals. They're killing these people to eat them or to, you know, ground them in a meat grinder. Why the fuck is, what's her name, going to the fucking local... Burger Shack getting pizzas and breadsticks. And one of them was vegetarian pizza. Yeah. Did you notice that? One of them was a vegetarian like, pizza. I was wondering the same thing, and it might be because the uncle character was the one who made the barbecue in all the other movies. And again, he wasn't in this movie. Well, who it, was the old was, man? Was that the grandfather? 
Because there was an old yeah. man, and he got up. Like, yeah. he looked dead, but he actually got up and walked away. He's like, fuck this shit. And then you never saw him again. Like, like that was a, 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 another thing where you're like, why is he there? Just and like the a reference or an Easter egg. What? It was almost like an Easter egg. Like, hey, remember this guy? Like, he looked yeah, dead, but, but he's actually he alive. Like the other ones from the other movies. He didn't look anything like him. He kind of just looked like a dusty old man and a, and a heavy set old man. So it's like, is he dead? Because he looks dead. But he's heavy set, so he must be doing all right. In the other ones, the old man was very gaunt. He was skinny. He was, you know, he looked like a zombie almost, but yeah. but not not a zombie. And this one, the old man's there, and then he just gets up and he's like, ah, fuck this. I'm wondering if the actor who played him was just like, I can't do this anymore. He just walked off set and was yeah. like, I'm done, guys. Just <laughs> you know, count me out for the rest of the movie because you don't see him again for the rest of the movie. And like I said, in the old ones. He would he would try to kill Sally in the first one with the hammer, and he kept dropping it. And then you know oh, he was yeah. drinking the blood, so he had a, like a purpose in the old ones. Like it was all kind of for him. Like they would bring him down and be like, "All right, this is you know, you're the patriarch of this family, and you know, look how good we did." And in this one, I guess that could have been the point, but there was no alluding to that. There was no explaining of who that old man even was. I don't. I think they said grandpa maybe once, right? Probably they, I have to go back. They might, but it's just they wanted to do things that they did in the old movies, but they didn't do them well at all. And then it was just random. Like they, like I said, there was no rhyme or reason to fucking anything. Literally nothing. It was just here's these kids. They got lost, and now there's these people being, taking them to the house. They're being that chased they can't by these people. Get yeah. away from. Like almost like I, they put Next Generation, but I think the original title was Return to Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something like that. It, it, it there was another name for it, and I think overseas it's even called that. Like it's, uh, I forget. I looked it up, and that name came up when I looked it up in a, a search on my um, my TV. Like when, on my TV, it has a search thing, and it'll search every fucking. Um, subscription service you know yeah. and it'll tell you everywhere you can find the movie oh, okay and, which is actually a really cool feature because i don't have to keep going to each thing like i won't have to go to netflix search i can just go to the search on my home page on my tv and when i search it'll tell me this is on hbo for free or you can rent it on voodoo here for three bucks or whatever the case may be oh, wow. but when i searched it, i remember there was another name that it was called and i think you might be like you might be right like the return of Texas Chainsaw Massacre but either way it was it was so bad and it wasn't until what nine ten years later until the remake came out so they yeah, left re- this franchise alone for a while after this one yeah. because th- there was there was no interest after this one how anyone can be like oh great another Chainsaw Massacre yeah you couldn't there's, no one can enjoy this movie there, there's no way there's no redeemable quality to this movie because as far as horror goes i mean that's gotta be no... that's gotta be the sentiment for most i mean there's only four if you think about it the very first one was before fridays and uh elm streets and all the typical 80s slasher films and even those yeah. got a sequel like saw every single year they got a sequel or at least two years this one was like, well, the, like a what a ten year gap it, in the first two or eight years. It was a long time. It was eighty something from 
the original to the one with Dennis Hopper, which is yeah. part two. It 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 was the eighties because you could you know the whole um, the whole radio thing and I forget it it, it might have even been later than that because I know the the third one came out you know I'll look it up real fast the third one I believe came out in the very early nineties maybe like ninety ninety one which Vigo Mortensen's in yeah and I that's probably the only one I haven't seen anything of like I remember seeing parts of the first one parts of the second one and parts of this one. And the third one, all I can remember from the third one was the cover art of that chainsaw, and it's like got that writing on it. Yeah. And it, yeah. I think in the movie um, has like this huge, like freaking eight foot freaking blade, or whatever. But uh, that's about it. I'm want to say Texas Two came out in '86. '86. All right. And, and then, then three was 1990. Yeah, yeah. See, so that one, it wasn't too big of a gap. And even the second one, like, I try to like that one because a lot of horror fans like it. Yeah. And I like Bill Mosley. I like Dennis Hopper. But, again, it's not – the whole franchise as a whole basically isn't really that good. It's not a, a, a great franchise – excuse me, a great franchise. The first one, watching it now in today's world – if you didn't uh, kind of like grow up with it in the eighties and you, you know, you're in your twenties now or your teens now, you're going to watch that movie and go, it's kind of tame. There's not a yeah. lot of blood in it. Yeah. If you watch it, there's really not a lot of blood in it. There's not a lot of gore. It's the fact that the way it's shot. Yeah. And back seventies, it seemed very lifelike, like very realistic. It, it was shot in a weird way, a very different way. It had a little bit of shaky cam. So it gave it more of a real gritty feel. But Almost watching like- it now, it's very cheesy. The acting's not the best. And again, there's no real gore in it, so you're not really getting that factor. There's n- maybe one or two jump scares. It was more of an atmosphere thing for that movie. And in the early 70s, it was so new, nobody's ever seen anything like it before, that it, it scared the shit out of people. It, yeah. it really did. Like People left the theaters throwing up and I remember my mother told me she saw it and it was, you know, one of the worst experiences she's ever had in her life as far oh, wow. as like terror and fear goes because she lived in Texas also. Oh, wow. But the remake of this movie, in my opinion, is one of the best remakes of all time. Yeah. The one with Jessica. Yeah. I was about that to was, say, I remember watching that one and just I was high as fuck. So I didn't finish it. I just remember being freaked out when she pulled the pistol out of her cooch and just started yeah, just yeah. shot herself. It was like, well, the end. Jessica Biel's running around a white tee, a white tank top, of like a white beater, and she's wet the whole time and in a freezer. Oh, it's really you know, awesome back. for that part. I'll be so. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, they brought it back in a really dark, gritty way. It was kind of the revival mm-hmm. of horror. Because everyone did a remake after that. You got your Freddy, yeah. your Jason. Uh, I can, you know, yep. you can go on for Amityville. Yeah, that, that was, was actually the, the first one to remake. Yeah. That's and it, again, it was great. It, it came out and everyone was like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. But when it dropped and, you know, everyone saw it, they were like, they were really impressed as far as, you know, how they handled that movie. Because it kind of had the same feel of the original, just much more well polished and much more well acted. And, you know, the gore was there. So, you know, but part two, like I said, is it's almost laughable. It's more of like a dark comedy part too. It's not really a horror. Like it really. It, some people even label it as a dark comedy. Uh, the third one with Vigo, I don't remember it, so it couldn't have been that good. And then this one is just 
stay away from it. Don't ever <laughs> watch this movie. It, it's so bad. There's nothing good about it. There's nothing good at all. At all. Now, uh, at the else? end, was that, that was sadly right on the gurney. I've read places that that yes. might. Yes. Which again, it's like, who the hell's going to realize that, you know, unless you're a real diehard Chainsaw Massacre fan. Yeah. But, you know, 20 years later, if you saw the first one and now you're watching this one and they don't say like, why was she there too? Like, why was she in the hospital? Why was she on a gurney? It's 20 years later. Like, what the fuck is she doing there? It's not a mental hospital. It's a regular hospital. Yeah, but I think they, like you said, they kind of just threw stuff together. That makes a lot of sense because, like, it would if it was like a mental institution, like she would have been catatonic, like sitting in a corner, in a padded room or something, licking windows. In a deleted scene in the remake, I believe she was there. Like uh, Jessica Biel goes and talks to her, but um, in this one, just you know, oh, there goes a lady wheeling by, and if you're not a huge fan of this franchise, yeah. makes no sense to you. Why they would even show you that, honestly. Yeah, I got all that from uh, Wikipedia. So I was like, that's kind of one of those things to look for when I was watching it, rewatching it. In the new one, I, I wish they would have left that character out of the movie. She was <laughs> almost movie-ruining bad. Like, she was the worst thing I've seen in a movie in a really, really long time. Thank God the gore was there and all the hipster kids and, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the... Uh, Whatever you want to call them, uh, what are they called? Gen what? Gen millennials Gen, or Gen Z? What are they? Who? Whatever they, they are. They were trying you know, to gentrify the, the town. Why would you buy a yeah. shitty town and then think you can make it into like people are going to come to? Oh, we're going to go to this club and this food truck over here. They have the best tacos this side of Austin and blah blah blah. Like, the, oh, she even said in the movie, and we're getting into the whole Netflix Texas Chainsaw, which is a direct sequel to the first one, right? Like that whole timeline. Yeah. So yeah, they did the Halloween. Thing with it yeah which i guess that's what they were going for because halloween i mean it's spawning what two more sequels or another the last one halloween ends or something halloween kills is halloween. the next one and i'm a huge michael myers fan I'm, I'm that's that's my guy that's uh my franchise i love everything about halloween when it comes to horror that's there, there's halloween to me and then everything else like michael myers we we talked he, about it i got into the franchise as a whole a couple years ago and then we talked about resurrection this past halloween yeah that's that's the one that you know <laughs> hurts the franchise but other than that one i mean you could say some of them aren't that great you know uh, but i'm a diehard michael myers fan so as long as he's on the screen just killing the shit out of people the way he does I'm always going to be happy. Like you, you can't really fuck up a Halloween movie as far as I'm concerned, unless you put Busta Rhymes and Tyra Banks. <laughs> and, you know, you can, but the, these new ones that came out, I fucking love them. A oh, lot yeah. of people really didn't like the last one, the uh, Halloween. What was that one called? Kills. No, it was Halloween. No kills is the, ne the next one. I think kills is the end or uh, Halloween. Man, you might be right. Maybe it is Halloween kills. Hold on. I got it here on my thing. But I loved it. And there was a lot of people who really didn't think too much of it. But again, I, I'm such an 80s horror movie guy that if you got a lot of killing, you got a lot of blood in your movie, you're going to win me over. You, that, that's it. All I need is a lot of gore, a lot of kills, and I'm happy. Yeah, that one's Halloween Kills. The next one's Halloween Ends. Oh, okay. But um, even the Rob Zombie ones, people hate the Rob Zombie Oh, I loved ones. those. I thought they was cool because they had more story to his, back, his background story. That's why people hate it, though. 
because Michael's supposed to just be this mysterious, there's no rhyme or reason to what he's doing. So there, there's nothing that can really stop him unless you kill him or he decides to stop, you know, because there's yeah. no end goal for him. Um, so when Rob Zombie gave that whole abusive child thing, it, a lot of people are like, no, that kind of defeats the purpose. The whole purpose of Halloween, the original, the John Carpenter was escape mental patient, just stalking babysitters and killing them. And he just can't be stopped no matter what you hit him with. He just keeps getting up. And one of the things that you always get with Michael Myers is people are like, well, how much can he take? How many, you know, how many times can he? And if you know anything about for real psychotics, I mean, you know, crazy, mm-hmm. should be locked up in an institution. People, they don't receive pain the way normal people do. Like I always reference this video. It was back in the uh, 90s where there was this guy, he was in like a swamp and he's holding a little baby and there's police in a boat all around him and he's just not doing anything. He's not responding to them and they start taking a paddle and I mean hitting this guy like they're swinging for the fences in the World Series just and you could see the lumps growing on his head and he doesn't budge. Wow. Like he just takes this pain like, not, like literally like nothing's happening to him. He's just sitting there just after hit after hit and I'm not kidding. You could see the welts forming in this guy's head. And he's just still focused on holding his baby and just straight line vision. You know what I mean? Like straight oh, focus of just whatever the hell he was, what world he was in. That's where he was. And nothing could take him out of it. And I always reference that because when people talk about how ridiculous it is, how much Michael can take, I go, no, because if you know anything about real psychotics, their pain receptors, their receiving of pain it's not the way me and you do it. You know, it's not yeah. the way normal people do it. They, they kind of just take it and just go. They honestly, it seems yeah. like they don't even realize it's happening. You know, like, like uh, the pain didn't even happen. Like the, the injury didn't happen. So when it comes to Michael, you kind of have to remember he's a fucking mental patient. He's a psychotic lunatic who, you know, murdered his sister for no reason whatsoever. Just went upstairs and just stabbed the shit out of her. And then once he got older and broke out, decided I'm going to kill more people again for no reason. So when Rob Zombie did that whole backstory thing, a lot of people were like, fuck you for doing that. But with the Rob Zombie ones, Halloween 2, people hate that movie. They despise it. I love that movie. For one, it's one of the goriest Halloween movies. The deaths are some of the most creative and vicious Michael is so vicious and so intimidating and just so fucking brutal in that movie. And I abs- it's my favorite version of Michael Myers. Wow. It's not my favorite movie of Halloween, but that version of Michael Myers, he's basically a homeless man, but he's giant. He's like seven foot. He's got the huge beard. He's you know, got to be 300 pounds. He is an imposing figure that no matter who you are, when you see this guy, you're like, that's a fucking problem right there. Yeah. And he kills the shit out of people. There's the one scene with the guy at the bar in the, uh, behind the strip club where he punches him and he one hand like choke slams him like Kane. And <laughs> fucking the force that this guy hits the ground, it's like he got hit by a fucking bus and then just stomps his head in and they don't pull away. That's what I, I love also. Like if you're going to do gore, show me the fucking gore. I want to see it. I want to see the head get crushed. I want to see the eye pop. Like, I want to see all that shit. That's like a what scene I'm out of Walking Dead, huh? Negan style. Yeah. All right, since we're winding down, what are your final thoughts on uh, 
this movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next gen. Don't watch it. Um, honestly, don't watch any of the Chainsaw Massacre sequels. Watch the original. Watch the 2003 remake. I think it's 2003. Yeah. With uh, Jessica Biel. And watch the new one on Netflix. Just to see a bunch Netflix. of kids on the bus the, get got. The Sally character, again, I hated her so much. I wanted her dead. She had, yeah, uh, like that Sarah Connor kind of that uh, exactly. Jamie Lee she Curtis. Sarah Connor. Yeah. And, and, but not, not interesting, no. And, and a terrible actor. Like every line. That's not she, the original she, one, right? She passed oh, away. Yeah, she passed away. So it wasn't even the original girl. I, I hated that girl so much. I said if they took her out of the movie, which she didn't need to be in it. She served no purpose. But if they took her out, that movie would have been, I think, received a lot better. I think mm. the fact that she was in it and she was just so bad, like she took you out of the movie bad. Like I, I watched it with, my, again, my oldest daughter. She's my horror homie. Uh, shout out, Anna. <laughs> and we're watching it and I look at her and I go, is it just me or is she like the worst thing ever? She's like, oh, no, she's the worst thing ever. <laughs> and she liked the movie, too, as far as the blood and the gore and seeing those shitty, you know, hipsters get killed. We're like, great. You know, we love that shit. But um, I liked it. So, you know, like I said, watch the original, watch yeah. the remake, and watch this new Netflix one. Stay away from everything, especially this one. Never watch this one. It's, it's, there's nothing redeeming about it. You don't even get good kills. You, there's nothing good about this movie at all. <laughs> yeah, we started watching it before we got on the, uh, the podcast. So I'll probably go back and finish it, or she probably finished it already. But, well, at uh, least watch the scene. At least yeah, from what the from what I saw, whenever she showed up, Sally, who I'm talking about, when she showed up on screen after killing, like slaughtering a pig and like being this almost semi badass in her post chainsaw massacre experience life, where they said she was like a ranger or something, I'm just like, yeah, like a okay sheriff or yeah, some kind of law enforcement. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's uh, again, she was bad. The movie was decent though. I got. I said if she wasn't in it, I would have gave it like an eight out of ten. But the fact that that character was in it, I gave it like a seven out of ten. She she lost a point for that movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, brother, go ahead and and plug your stuff. I know you got episode three hundred coming up pretty soon, and y'all gonna get yeah, go next on Tuesday night, seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on Super Ugly Show channel. It's not the Super Ugly Show, just Super Ugly Show on YouTube. Check us out. Uh, I think we, we should have some guests on. I think uh, the man himself, Vince Russo, is going to shoot on with us for a little bit. Awesome. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's going to be our last one for a little while. We're going to take a little hiatus and kind of figure things out and, you know, reassess and reboot things over here. And hopefully, you know, it won't be too long by the time we're back. But, you know, after almost I think this is now six years now that we're in March. Yeah, we're six years doing it, 300 episodes. And uh, we, we need a little time off. Yeah. Well, Rocky, shout, out Uncle shout out to Vince Russo. Rocky, thank you so much for jumping on here and talking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And you're like for Josh and everybody out there listening that's a fan of the brand and and all things shitty movies. Hit me up on Twitter. You want to jump on on an episode? You want to shoot the shit on whatever on the chopping block that week? Hit up shutuppopcorn.com and the coming soon section. And uh, with that being... Follow me on Twitter, RockySU11. That's right. RockySU11. And if you don't want to remember that, I always got your Twitter handle and a bunch of amazing people, their Twitter handles in the description of each episode. Clickable links, y'all. 
you don't have to copy and paste just click it and it takes you straight to their profile go follow them go give them a like go like share their their tweets their live streams like there's a reason why i have them in the description is because i'm a fan they're cool they tweet funny shit they're not easily offended and with that being said we're going out like uncle joey that's that and this is it nanu nanu peace all right brother take it easy thanks for having me on joey thanks brother yeah